Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Bav. We will begin, however, on Daf He Amubet towards the bottom of the page. Um, today's Daf is sponsored by our anonymous sponsor in honor of his wife and his two children. Bezat Hashem, they should have success in all of their endeavors. Okay, so we are starting towards the bottom of the page. Gufa. Okay. No, that's not where we're starting from. We're starting from Rev Asi. Rev Asi, Kari Migila Behutzal Ba'abaso Bachamesa. It is four lines in the bottom of the page. So Rav Asi was a rabbi in a place called Hutzal, and he read the Megillah both on the 14th and the 15th of Adar. He wasn't sure if it was surrounded by, by a wall from Mishur or not. So in order to cover his bases, in case it was, he read on the 15th, and in case it wasn't, he read on the 14th. Ikadamar, there are those who learn the story differently. Amrav Asi, Hai Hutzal the Bet Binyamin, According to this Ikadami, they're claiming that it's actually definitely a walled city and it's a 15th city, should be read on the 15th. When we were kids, now it's interesting, nowadays we use the word kids, which a kid is a baby goat. The word Talia means a baby goat. So it's funny that the word kids being used in English is actually being used in Aramaic. When we were kids, I'll tell you what I asked the old rabbis. And I found that I was right. Now, later the Gemara will find out that he's not correct. But at this point, the rabbi is saying that he was right. The city of Hamat is really the known modern day as Tveria. So why do you call it Hamat? Because of the hot springs. Those who know about Tveria nowadays know that there's famous hot springs in Tveria which are being reported. Therefore, the nickname was called Hamat. Rakat, the city of Rakat, which is also a walled city. Zut Tzipori is the city of Tzipori. Rakat, why is it called Rakat? Shum Dimidalia Kerakta Denara, because it's uplifted from its surroundings like the bank of a river. Kineret, the city of Kineret. Zuginosor is the city of Ginosor. It's called Kineret from the word Kinor, like a harp, because its fruits are as sweet as the sound of the harp. Amar Ravah says, Mi Is it possible that there's a rabbi who doesn't agree that Rakat is Tiberia and not Hamat? Because we had said Rakat was Sipori. Here we're telling you that Rakat is definitely Tiberia. Right? How do we know? When a guy dies over here in Bavel, Hatam Saftilihachi. Over there, they'll make a funeral for him and a eulogy as follows. They'll say, Here he's great in Bavel and he has a name in Rakat. So you see they're referring to Tveria as Rakat. Now, the word Sheshach refers to Bavel. The reason the reason why it's in Shashach is Babel. Rashi will tell you because if you learn in Atbash, I don't know if you know what Atbash is, you know what Atbash is? Atbash is the system where you take 
the letter of the alphabet of the alphabet you flip it so aleph becomes a taf at and bet becomes a shin so it's called atbash in atbash shishach is babel okay now it doesn't say here why but the reason why they're using atbash although atbash is used often in many tefillah we use it at sigula uh, but could be that the reason why they're using it is because uh Eretz Yisrael and Babel were two different rulerships, and they were, it's like United States and Russia. You know, they were two two countries that were fighting over the world, and uh, it could be they weren't allowed to announce at a funeral the name of Babel. So that's why it could be when they when they want to refer to it, they call it Cheshach. This way, maybe the authorities don't find out about it. But just uh, just assuming. So it's again, they would say Hachi Gadolu B'Cheshach B'Shem Lo Barakat, and he has a name in Rakat. So you see that the Rakat is Treya, and also. When the when the, the coffin gets to Israel, they would say the following hesped. Those who love Jews, the dwellers of Rakat, which is Tiberia, come out and accept those who died in the valley. Bavel is a valley. Another story about a funeral. When Rabbi Zira passed away, a certain Hesbed man made the following eulogy. He said, The land of Shinar, the land of Babel, Hara got pregnant, and gave birth. The land of Sevi, which is Israel, this is referring to Rabbi Zira, who was born in Babel, but grew up in Israel. So we're telling you, the land of Babel gave birth, and the land of Israel raised him. Woe is to you, says Tiberia, because you've lost your uh, treasured utensils. You lost the Bizera, who's a treasured utensil. I remember, when Rashmul Birnbaum, who was the Rashiva of Mir, lost his son. He had a son who was known as a prodigy, he was a great gadol, one of the wisest men around, the son of Rishmuel Birnbaum, and he passed away while Rishmuel was alive. It's about 30 years ago, uh, 25 years ago, maybe. And Rabbi Raful, Chamehusev Hashem should give him a long life, came to the Mir Yeshiva to give a hesped on label Birnbaum, Rishmuel Birnbaum's son. And he used this pasuk, he, he, he quoted this sabdan from the Gemara in Megillah, he said, Eretz, Eretz, uh, it's Mir Yeshiva Haravi Yalada. The Mir, as opposed to Eretz Shinar, Babel gave birth. Mir Yeshiva, Eretz Sevi, in the land of Israel, Gidlash Ashoya, raised him up because he, his son, Rablebo Berman, had grown up in the Mir Yeshiva and then he moved to Israel and lived in Israel for 20 years. So he says, well, What was the Mir Yeshiva? They lost I remember him quoting it. He got everyone excited at the time. Anyway, this is a famous. Uh, has been. Either way, we're coming to the proof. Again, the question is, Rakat is not, the city of Rakat is definitely Tiberia and not Sipori. El rather Rabba says, Hamad zu Hamegrad. Hamad is really Hamegrad. And Rakat is Tiberia. And Kineri is Guinness, like we said before. Well, I'm going to about Rakat. Why is it called Rakat? Now, now that it's Tiberia, we can't say that it's, it's Rakat because it's so uplifted, because Tiberia is not so uplifted. Last time we said it was. Sipori, so we can say it's because it's uplifted. So why is it called Rakat? 
שאפילו בכנים שבה, הם מצוות כנים מאוד. even the empty people there are full of מצוות like a limon, like a uh, pomegranate. So rak is referring to the empty ones. Okay? You with us, Mike, or no? You got this? Okay. So now, no, no, Rakat Shema. He says, no, the real name is Rakat, and the nickname is Tveria. Why is it called Tveria? Because it's in the, it's in the navel of Eretz Yisrael, which means it's in the center of Eretz Yisrael. So since Tveria is in the center of Eretz Yisrael, that's why it's called, uh, like, belly button. Tibur is a belly button. Now, when we had, we did, we did this Gemara on Shabbat, Albert Stavros says, well, no, it's not. If you look at the city of, he's, he's from Israel, and it's the city of Tveria, it's not in the center, it's in the north. The reason why he thinks that the map today. is because the map today includes the entire Negev. The Negev was really not part of Eretz Yisrael in the previous year. Plus, Eretz Yisrael used to extend further north into Lebanon. And therefore, in the real Eretz Yisrael, it is in the center. But yes, in the, if you ask the current day Israeli, Tiberia is north. You've got to go north to Tiberia, of course. It's not the center of Israel. But according to this Gemara, it's the center. Okay. Now, Rabbah Marakat Shema. Rabbah Marakat Shema Tiberia. She tubariota. Another pshat, not because it's in the center of the world, but rather it has a beautiful view. Amar Zeira. Kitron zu Tzipori. Marakat Shema Tzipori. Why is it called Tzipori? Shemesha Benosha Har Kitzipori. Because it's on top of the mountain like a bird. The Kitron Tzipori. He. Amar says, is Kitron really Tzipori? But Kitron bechazkoshin zibulunava. Can't be Tzipor because the following reason. First of all, Kitron is in Zivulun's portion. How do we know? Dechtiv Zivulun lo horishet toshrei Kitron. Zivulun, but So we have a three-pronged reason why it can't be Kitron can't be Tzipor. Number one is it's in Zivulun's portion. Number two is Zivulun was complaining about his portion, and they wouldn't be complaining about Tzipor because Tzipor is gorgeous. That's what we're going to say now. That's where that's where we're going with this again. We're saying Kitron can't be Zipori because number one, it's in Zivulun's portion. Prove it from Basuk. Two, it's number two is Zivulun used to complain about his portion. Prove that from Basuk. And then we're gonna prove from a Basuk that it's it's this is gorgeous land, so why would they complain? Right? And why would he, why was Zivulun complaining? Tiftiv. Zivulum am haraf lamavit. Why was Zivulun um, upset Lamavit? My, my brothers you gave fields and vineyards me gave mountains and valley mountains and and, and uh, peaks to my brothers you gave them lands me you gave me uh, you gave me seas and rivers so Hashem tells, don't worry, everyone needs you because they're going to need you for the chilaz. Chilazon fish, which is a very uh, fish that gives you a very expensive techelet dye. And since they all need a techelet dye, they're all going to need you. You'll make your money in other ways. There's other ways to make money besides farming. Shnei as it says. And What's hidden in the sand? Because the the chilazon fish 
is something that you find hiding the sins. Tani Rabbi Yosef Shmuneh Zechilazon. Shmuneh Zetirat Chol. Tirat. Shmuneh Zetirat. And Chol is the white is the white glass that you can get from there. Right. So the tirat is a certain type of fish. So basically, Hashem is promising them that you have a chilazon fish that you're going to find in the sand. You're going to have tirat, a certain type of fish, and white glass that you can make from the beautiful white sand. Amal Avraham says, "Ulun said to Hashem, 'If Rosh Hashanah, Mimodiani, he says, who's going to tell me and pay me for taking them? People just take them without paying me. Hashem said over there." We will slaughter Zivche Sedek, which means Simanze Yelechash, Shekola, and Tel Mimichab, and Lodamim, and anyone who takes your Chilazon fish without paying will not make money in his business. So now we're going to come up with a question. We know this Yelchipori is a beautiful city and has beautiful fields, so why would Zivulun be complaining if they had Sipori, it wouldn't be right for them to complain. So therefore, we see that Kitron cannot be Sipori. Maybe you'll say, well, the reason why the complaining is because it doesn't have any Zavat Chalavudvash. It doesn't have the proper Chalavudvash. Right? He says, I saw the Zavat Chalavudvash of Sipori. And it's 16 meal on 16 meal. Maybe you'll say, okay, Bechite, maybe you'll say. Maybe 16 meal on 16 meal is not enough. And and the brothers got more, so he's complaining that he got, yes, it's 16 by 16, but others got more. It's not true. I saw the, I counted the Zabat Chavadrash of the entire Israel. It's from this place to that place, which is it's 22 parts wide, and its width is Shita Parsa 6 Parsa, which all together comes out to 132 Parsa square. If so, when you have 16 meal, it comes out that they get the right portion. Okay? Are you with me or no? Ralph, you got this so far? They're arguing now on, on even if it is that amount of, of space, let's say, right? It's undervalued, right? Well, that's well the, the, the Gemara wanted to say maybe 16 by 16 of Zavat Chavadvash area is still not enough. We're right. proving it's not because the whole Erzil only has this much, and therefore it's, it's plenty. They rather have uh, fields and vineyards. They cannot approve you. But the Tikhtik, which says right afterwards that Zivulun was being contrasted to Naftali, which has beautiful fields. So we see from here that it was the fact that they don't have fields that bother them. Yes, we have Zavat Chavadvash, but it's not in the fields. Yeah, I'm not sure what Zavat Chavadvash exactly refers to. Um, you know, how do you measure what Zavat Chavadvash if it's not part of a field? I'm not sure. But the Gemara seems to be seems to be a measurable thing. I'm going to be a boo. When it says we're going to get rid of Ikaron, 
is the city of Caesarea. Which is by the river, by the sea. And during the times of the Yivanim, this was always a thorn in their eyes. And when they finally the Hashmi were able to to uh, conquer this area, they called it uh, they called it Achidat, the, the conquering of Migdal Shir. Okay, this was a very very bad place. When Hashem said, "I'm going to get rid of your blood from your mouth." And I get rid of the disgusting things from your teeth. It will be also to our gods. When I said I'm going to take away the blood from my mouth, that means I'm going to get rid of the the place where they throw their their uh, their korbanot. I'm going to get rid of the disgusting things from your teeth. That means we're going to get rid of their uh, head they will be also to our gods these are the shuls and of Edom right I think you're talking about blood it's Basuk telling you how we're going to get rid of these bad things for the Jews okay so we're referring to what things we're going to get rid of this is a famous thing from the Siyum Hashas. He said that when it's referring to this Pasuk it's referring to the the gathering places of the Goyim and in Edom and the place where they're going to the bars and the stadiums of the Goyim where in the future the officers of the Jews will teach Torah publicly in those places. So read MetLife Stadium where they, they, you know, they're busy tackling people and we come to other things over there. I'm Rabbi Yitzchak, right? Rabbi Yitzchak says, Lashem Zupaimus. When it says the city of Lashem is the city of Paimus. Ikaronte Aker is Kesari Batom again. This was the, the metropolis of the kings and it became part of the Jews. Part of the Jews area. Ikidami, Temarim that's where they, they raise the princes. The Ikidami, some say, to become Malachi. That's where they appoint the kings over there. Either way, this was a very, very special place that the Jews were able to conquer. Now the Gemara is going to compare the city of Kesari, which is the headquarters of the of the Hellenists and Yerushalayim. Kesari Yerushalayim. In Yomalacha Adam if someone tells you that they're both destroyed don't believe them if someone tells you that they're both settled and they're both doing well don't believe him either if someone tells you that Kesari is destroyed and Yishalayim is settled or the other way around then believe him as it says I filled you up from the destruction if this is filled, this is destroyed. If this is filled, the other one is destroyed. Rabbi Nachman agrees with the idea, but he has different pasuk. He says, I have different pasuk in Pasha Toto, which says, When, when, Hashem, when uh, Hashem gave the Belacha through Yitzchak to Yaakov, he said, Which means, 
one nation from the other nation will, will strengthen. So Yaakov and Esav, one's going to go up, the other one has to go down, just like a scale. Can't have both of them up. Amar Bishak, Bishak says, What does it mean this means? Yuchan Rasha Hashem says, Be nice to Rasha, he didn't learn justice. What is that referring to? That's Yitzchak. Once we're on the topic of Yitzchak giving Berachot, we're going to refer to a different pasuk, which is going to be referring to two. So this is it says Amar Yitzchak. The Pnei Gadol Shem Yitzchak said in front of Hashem, "Please be nice. Please give gifts to Esav." Amalos Hashem said, "Rashahu is a wicked man." Amalos Balamat said, "He says no." Hashem, so Yitzchak says, "Okay, but he can learn. He can learn righteousness." Amalos Be'ez Dachot Yoyil. Hashem says, "Yeah, but he's going to destroy the Beit Hamikdash." Amalos Im Ken by Yerek Yat Hashem. If so, he should not see the glory of God. So even though Yitzchak had been requesting that he should have a gift from Hashem, he ch- later changed his mind and he said when he realized that he's going to destroy the um, he realized going to destroy the Beit HaMikdash, so he took it, took, it, took it off and he did not took back his request. Okay. Don't give him what he wants. Don't take, don't give him what he's plotting in his heart. Turn the page. This is the Germany of Edom. During the World War II, this was a very, very famous Gemara. Uh, that if you let the Germans out, they'll destroy the whole world. Okay? Is this light bothering you? Okay. By the way, this is the travel edition of the Daf Yomi. Okay, this Baruch Hashem today's class is taking place on the road to the wedding of Shimshin Binyamin. Bezat Hashem, we should have many more simachot in our Daf Yomi. Okay. There's um, 300 dukes in German Mishel Edom and there's And every day they fight with each other. They kill one of them. They try to make a king. That's why they don't go to war because they're busy fighting with each other. If a guy says, I try to learn Torah and I wasn't able to do it, don't believe him. Yes, very, very famous. If he says, I did not try, and I was able to succeed, don't believe me either. If he says, I tried and I've succeeded, believe him. That's when it comes to Torah. When it comes to business, 
Siyata Udashmaya, it all comes from 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 Siyata Udashmaya, help from heaven. He says, that's only to understand. But if you want to remember it, you also need help. And therefore, even if you work, it doesn't always help you to remember. If you see a wicked man, that, that, that his time is, is shining on him, that, that he's doing well, don't start up with him. It says, don't start up with Rishayim. With all, not only that, not only that, rather his, his ways are successful. Rather, he even is Zocheh in judgment. That means that he's higher than other people. He's able to watch his enemies fall. This is all about a Rasha who's doing well. Any is that true? You're allowed to start up with the shame in this world. It says the Shomer Torah are able to start up with them. Vitani went to the Brighta. Rabbi Destai by Matun Omer. And if someone tells you, Adam Lomar, anyone tells you not to start with them, and don't, and don't, don't um, mess around with those who do sins. There must be he's scared, that's why he's saying that to you. When it says don't start up with them, it means don't be like them. Don't be jealous of them. Don't be jealous to follow them. It says, don't start up with, with, with Chataim. So here we see a Pasuk saying that you shouldn't start up with them. And rather, before in Ritzach it said that you can't, you should not start up with them when they're doing well. Make up your mind, do we or do we not start up with Rashaim? What do you say, Ralph? No, Ralph says not to start up. Well, Where is the difference? When we said you're allowed to start up with them, or you're not allowed to start up with them, that's on their own personal stuff. When talking about things for heaven, then you're allowed to start up with them. Don't be scared. That's answer number one. The Ebaite, my second answer. Both of them, talking about his personal things. One is talking about if the person who's doing the starting up is Sadiq Amur. If you're a Sadiq Amur, you can start up. If you ain't a Sadiq Amur, watch yourself. Okay? Why should the traders look and be quiet as a uh, Rasha swallows someone who's more righteous than him. We learn from here, Sadiq Menu Bolea. He can only swallow someone who's more Sadiq than him. Sadiq Amur and Bolea. But someone who's a complete Sadiq, he won't be able to swallow. And therefore, we're seeing exactly a confirmation of the second shot that when someone is a full Sadiq, he's impervious to the Shaim's stuff. So, the Gemara of Ibaid Ema. 
Third answer is, it depends. Okay, so answer number one was, what were the three answers? Do you remember them or no? Not. Anyone remember? The first one was that talking about personal, don't start with them if it's about. Um, Correct. Personal, no. If it's on Hashem, yes. Second one was, depends what what kind of guy you is are. doing the starting. Are you good or you're not good? Are you Sadiq Amor or you're not Sadiq Amor? Third one is, depends if he's having, if, if the time, if the sun is shining for him, if he's having a special Hatzlacha, then don't start with him. Otherwise, you can. Okay? Three Dimshati. Amar Ula. Ula says, Italia Shalavan. Italy of Yavan, this is the big city of Romi. There's a lot of stuff on this, but we're not going to do this now. Have a It's 300 There's ואביישאסאמיאלשאסאמיאלשאסאמיאלשאסאמיאלשאסאמיאלשאסאמיאלשאסאמיאלשאסאמיאלשאסאמיאלשאסאמיאלשאסאמיאלשאסאמיאלש
Now, once we're in this end band, pay attention to this because you're going to want to know in the next bunch of Mishnah, there'll be different end bands. Okay? Once the Mishnah is telling you there's no difference between Adar Rishon and Adar Shani besides for Kriyat Megillah and Matot Levinim, that if you did them in Adar Rishon, you have to repeat it again. But the other mitzvot that happened on Adar, if you did Adar Rishon, you're done. Okay? So the only thing you have to redo is Megillah. And Matot Levonim, but everything else is not. And once we mention this and Ben, all the next mission is there's no difference between Nazir and this and all different things. We're going to say, we're going to point out the differences between two things that are similar. Okay? That's going to be the next five, six block. Okay? Beautiful. Says the Gemara. We said that only Matot Levonim, you have to go back. Right, so when it comes to the four parashot, like parashat achodesh, parashat, and and all those other things, parashat zachor, it sounds like zev zev shavin. They're both equal, and therefore, if you read it once, you don't have to go back. Right? It sounds over here in our Mishnah, that the only thing you have to go back and redo in the next month is Megillah and Matzal Ivanim. But parashat zachor, you don't have to do it again. Who is the author of that Mishnah? Must be Can't be any of these other three rabbis that we have on, on file. Why? What, what rabbis do we have on file? The Tanya, we learned in the Brayta. Karut, we learned in the Brayta. They read the Brayta, the first Adar. And then it became a leap year. Kurinah told Brayta, she read the second Adar. She called the Tzotzi, Nogel, Bishani. Nogel, Bishon. Chut, Mimikran, Mimikran. Everything besides Megillah, you could be Yotzeh in the first Adar. So that's not once, because we said everything besides Matal exactly. He says, even the Megillah, you don't have to read again. You did it in the first one, you're good. So it can't be him either, because we said we have to go back for that too. You could even read it on Darshani. You have to do everything again in Darshani because all of us want to do that again. They agree that you can't do Espiritani in both Adars. Okay. Now, before we, before we answer the question, you, oh, oh. Before we give the answer, let's figure out the two things. Rashbag and Tanakama seem to be saying the same thing. Rashbag, Hainu Tanakama. Amara Papa. Say the parashot ikibina. Tanakama sabar. Different in the parashot of Parashat Zachor. Tanakama sabar. Lachatkila ba'adashini. Imavar binishon avut. Tanakama says that you really supposed to do an adashini, but if you did an adashon, it's fine. Besides the Megillah, the Alpha of the Kalabar Shon, Kalabar even if you read in the first minute, that you have to read again. Rebbe Zizi holds, Afilu Mekra Megillah, Lechatchila Barishon, even the Megillah is only Lechatchila and the Adarishon. Rashba Gomer, Afilu said the parashiot, He says, even the four parashiot, if you read the first one, you still have to read it again. Okay. That's the word says, why can't it be any of these rabbis? Mani, who's the author? Who is that Mishnah? We have a question about Matanot Levine, like Ralph pointed out. What about Matanot? We have a question about Why? Why? 
Megillah, you have to do again. We shouldn't have to do Megillah. Vi Rashbag, Kashi Zerbe, the problem with Parashot, right? Because according to his opinion, you're not Yotze. Even the Parashot, and we said it's fine. I said, no. Le'olam, really, Tanakama. Really, you want to say it's Tanakama. We mentioned Mekram Megillah. Really, it's the, it's, it's the Tanakama. So then why do we mention Matan Levinim? Because whenever you mention Mekram Megillah, it's included with Matan Levinim because Mekram and Matan Levinim always come together Megillah. That's answer number one. The Ebaitim, the second answer. The Lord Amashberg really could be Rashbag. Matidi Chesur Amash said, Amishim is missing something. This is what Amishim should say. So Amishim, which only says Matan Levinim and Megillah is missing a part. What should it say? Hachikhtani. And Ben Abba Asad, Shibadar Rishon, Abba Asad, Shibadar Shini, and Rabbi Yavad Tadrim. Those are the 14th of Adar and the 14th of this one, besides these two things. But the whole Adar, which has Parshat Zachor in it, has other things too. Halinan Hesbel Vitanit, Sebzer Shamim. We will say the Parshat, look, don't marry, we're not talking about that. And therefore we didn't mention it. Amar Bechir Barabin, Amar Biochan, Halachatak, Kereshbag, Shamashum Rabbi that. Whether Megillah or whether about Parashiot, you're not Yotze in Adalishon at all. Okay, we're going to stop over here. We're going to stop here at Amar Biochanan. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.